Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you're anywhere near the Great Falls, Montana uh, area this weekend, we'll be at Great Falls. Uh, England didn't stay very long for that. <laughs> lasted about two seconds. We'll be in Great Falls, Montana. We'll have a great time this weekend. Gosh, we'll be very busy after that. We go to Birmingham, Alabama. Then we go to Amarillo, Texas. Then on to Dayton, Ohio. And then the rest of the fall is crazy. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. Because the rapture of the church is signless. We know the second coming has tons of signs. So we're looking at uh, literally what's happening around Israel because it so points to the return of the Lord. We're so blessed to have the technology to see nations doing things that the Bible said they would do 2,500 years ago. I mean, even this last week, there were some alliances and some uh, group meetings that were just exactly what the Bible said you'd see. So uh, pretty wild that we have the technology to see it. We're so blessed. And remember, all this information is because He loves you so much. He wants you blessed. He wants you happy. He wants you hopeful. He wants you expectant. Remember five things about the coming of the Lord. He said, don't be deceived. Don't be troubled. I want you happy, hopeful, and comforted. There is no bad news for the church. Bad news for the world, but for the church is only great news. So let's pick up with what's happened this last week. Probably uh, the, the, the meeting of these alliances were, were so blatant exactly what you needed to see before the Ezekiel 38 war. You had uh, Turkey's Prime Minister Erdogan meet with Iran. Pretty wild. Their meeting was all about a foundation for an alliance so they can basically bring, a, bring to pass what their desires are. And they've even verbalized what their desire is, is to annihilate Israel. Pretty crazy because even the secular media came out with verbiage this week Turkey is threatening Cyprus, threatening Greece, threatening Egypt. <laughs> and uh, Turkey's doing another naval exercise we talked about last week. They're redoing that right there off of Cyprus, kind of saber-rattling. So in Libya and Egypt and, and uh, along with uh, northern Syria, along with Iraq, you got Turkey doing all these things, threatening these nations. The secular media said it's as though they're trying to start wars with all these other nations. Well, they're pushing their influence into Israel. This was the one thing that came out this week that I thought was intriguing about the Temple Mount. It blatantly showed how Turkey has been pretty much lobbying with money toward the Temple Mount to make sure Jordan was able to keep control over the Temple Mount so that Israel could not have any control. And in that same statement, he said, we will call on all of Islam to, to ascend into the Temple Mount and take the Temple Mount from Israel. So with that alliance with Iran, uh, you see what that alliance brings. You saw that this last week, Iran is building new uh, nuclear centrifuges not far from Natanz, where that area was wiped out by Israel. Uh, they're building brand new caves with new uh, centrifuges so they can basically bring their plutonium and uranium up to, to nuclear grade. So our bomb grade. So uh, crazy that it didn't take them but three weeks to start over again. So watch Israel go in and probably bomb those sites again because they will not allow Iran to get that close to, to basically taking out a city like Tel Aviv or Jerusalem. With that, you had Russia meeting with Bashar Assad in Syria. What was the meeting over? It was over how America has come into the Middle East and brought a peace plan with the United States of Emirates and Israel, and Russia wants to be the main player there. Why do they want to be the main player? They have nine different bases in Syria right now, and they want to flex their muscle and their influence. So is it intriguing to hear the verbiage of the meetings, exactly what the Bible said you'd see? 
I've been kind of waiting for this verbiage with these alliances. This is exactly uh, what the Lord dealt with me about when I first started the end of days update. He said, watch Turkey, where you're watching Turkey and Russia uh, make the alliances with the nations that they need to for the Ezekiel 38 war. It's blatant. It's right out front. It's exactly them flexing their muscle because that's what they want to do is invade Israel. So with that, you had more incendiary balloons in the southern part of Israel and Gaza. Now with those balloons going into Israel, they're not only starting fires, they put bombs bombs on those. So you'll watch Israel retaliate with tank fire and with it, with their Israel airplanes as well that will uh, bomb those sites. I mean, this is about the fourth week in a row. Hamas said they want to have a uh, ceasefire, but their ceasefires don't end in actual ceasefires. With that, you know, last week we talked about Macron pushing in Lebanon, forcing a new leadership in Lebanon. It looks like there's going to be someone come up with the $93 billion that Lebanon needs to, to get their economy going again because they're at a, a, a breaking point. Now, isn't it interesting that when they're at a breaking point like that, they always look to invading Israel again? It's kind of strange that when people get pressure on them, their true colors come out. And all these true colors for these nations around Israel are coming out right now. Kind of intriguing to see it right in front of our eyes. Now, along with that, you have Israel having a real uptick in coronavirus. So the nation's having a, an interesting time almost having to shut down because of the coronavirus. It's pushing the Benjamin Netanyahu and Benjamin Gantz uh, thing back and forth of who they're going to vote to. So we're literally seeing all of it right in front of our eyes. Pretty amazing. So let's always go to the Scriptures, what we go to. The Word never changes. Let's look at the signs in the, in the Bible because the Bible says the generation that sees Israel made a nation and Jerusalem one back, that generation won't pass away till all is fulfilled. So in our lifetime, we've had the two main signs, Israel reestablished and Jerusalem won back. But then you got many more that are so blatant that literally, literally preach to us. you got the Hebrew language restored. It was lost for all those years. Uh, 200 years ago, no one spoke Hebrew. 500 years ago, they didn't speak Hebrew. Now they all speak Hebrew because God said He would do it. After that, you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. 18,000 airlifted in one day. Amazing miracle. CNN, Chuck Roberts on Headline News said in Exodus that eclipses the book of Exodus. When CNN's preaching about what the Lord's doing, Jesus is about to come back. Amazing. And then you have many more things. You have the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the, the Capitol building in Strasbourg is identical to the Tower of Babel. Not similar, identical to the Tower of Babel. You have the fertility of the land of Israel. All these things are what God said you'd see just before the coming of the Lord. Pretty, pretty amazing. So you have that. You have 172 different species of predatory birds, which is amazing. You have the cleanup crew in Israel. Uh, already for the uh, Ezekiel 38 war and for the Battle of Armageddon seven years later. But then this year or last year, you had fish showing up in the Dead Sea. It was prophesied 2,500 years ago. You had uh, foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. Tangible, physical things that you can see just before the coming of the Lord. I mean, it's pretty crazy that the Lord made it so easy to see the things that would come to pass that would point to us that He's about to come. Now, what are all the signs for? Just like if you're driving from Dallas to Tulsa, it's 200-something miles. The signs on the freeway point to uh, what's coming. So we have all these signs or indicators or markers showing us so that we lift up our heads. Jesus said, when you see these things, lift up your heads. Your redemption is drawing nigh. Now, He was talking about the second coming there. We were living earlier because of the rapture. Now, isn't that something that you could be living when all these things are happening, you'd be downtrodden. So the whole purpose of this is that you're happy and hopeful and filled with joy. The purpose of all these signs are He wants you excited and He wants you to know how much He loves you. All this information is that you're about to see the King. Now, there's tons more. 
I mean, just thinking about the the physical signs are so radical and blatant. You had men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. But then you go from signs to signals. You had the planets, the Bible said, would be for signals. Actually, it says signs, but in the Hebrew, it's the word signals. So you had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles, four in a row. I mean, that's wild. The, the, the heavens are going, I died for you, I'm coming back. I died for you, I'm coming back. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? Last time was <laughs> 1967 when Jerusalem was going back. 1948 when Israel's made a nation. 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. That's radical. But you had another signal this last year, which was pretty amazing. You had the Bethlehem Star. First time in 2,000 years, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus <laughs> came together at the birth of Jesus. This last year, NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. Well, the Bethlehem star, Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus came together again. First time in 2,000 years. You should look at the bonus feature of the Bethlehem stars. Two minutes long. It's the coolest video ever. It shows the passion lamb. The heart of the lamb goes black exactly at 3 p.m. in the afternoon when Jesus is on the cross. I mean, the flawlessness and the structure of nature to have that put in by our Father, that when His Son's dying on the cross, it's absolutely amazing. So we're blessed. We're privileged that God put all this information in the Scripture so we'd know. Think about all the verses showing us how close we are. Why? So we would have a heads up. Why? You accelerate when you see the finish line. You don't decelerate. I've never seen anybody in a race go, oh, wow, look, there's the finish line. Let's chill. No. All of this information is it's not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. I've never seen a quarterback when the two-minute warning comes on go, hey, don't show me the play clock. No, the play clock is for the quarterback to hustle or to have urgency because the plays are more urgent at the end, more crucial at the end than they are at the beginning. Well, the church has to get that two-minute warning mentality. So there's many more signs, many more signals, but the main thing is, is He loves you. So what do we do as Christians? Be engaged. Help your local church. Help your local pastor. Uh, be be uh, on board for anything that we need to do. We, we've got to do a lot of harvesting in a short period of time. So this mentality is to hustle. So we're so blessed. We're about to see Jesus. We're about to see the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords face to face. How amazing He's coming so soon. Hey, have a blessed, awesome week. Thank you for your prayers and for your support. Look forward to seeing you, hopefully maybe in Montana or Birmingham or Amarillo or Dayton, Ohio. We'll look forward to seeing you soon. England said, make sure you come to some of the meetings. We'll have a great time. Have a, have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the end of day's update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the edu and we'll see you next week.